0: Holy Toledo! Back in 2014, a bloom in Lake Erie of algae uh, led to a multi-day water ban, in uh, drinking water ban in Toledo, Ohio, and that was back in uh, 2014, the summer of 2014. Now, apparently, there is an algae bloom out in the middle of Lake Erie, and it is th- the star. Actually, to put this in perspective, did this very well. They said the it is roughly 50 kilometers. More than double the distance between Highway 427 and the Don Valley Parkway. Double the distance. That amount of algae is in Lake Erie. And it not only threatens a large amount of the ecosystem in the lake, but it also could threaten us. We're joined by Dr. Warren Curry, who's a research scientist at the Great Lakes Laboratory for Fisheries and Aquatic Sciences. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi. Nice to speak to you this morning.
0: Thanks for being here. Now, algae is normal as far as uh, lakes are concerned, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Uh, if we didn't have algae, we wouldn't have all of the other uh, organisms that we want in the lakes as well, too.
0: So how is it getting out of control?
1: So uh, what's happening right now in Lake Erie is that there's an excess amount of nutrient that's actually coming into the lake Uh the majority of the nutrient right now is coming uh, uh, to, into the, uh, the lake near Toledo um, by the Maumee River. Um, this is primarily phosphorus, and it's coming mostly from agricultural uh, sources.
0: So now I, I'm not well-versed in agriculture but, or phosphorus, but is this coming from waste material from animals?
1: Some of it. Um, Primarily what happens is that when we have these uh, bad algal years, um, and we've had three of them since uh, 2015, um, it's usually associated with really heavy spring rainfall.
0: Mm.
1: So what happens is that um, the fields have been prepared, um, and then we get a huge rainfall, and then we get runoff from the fields that gets into the rivers. It's transported into Lake Erie, and then we have an algal bloom.
0: Does the heat contribute to the algae bloom?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, the, the species that uh, uh, tends to grow during the algal blooms are uh, cyanobacteria, and these are um, a type of photosynthetic bacteria that will grow at warmer temperatures much better than they grow, grow at colder temperatures. So we tend to get the peak bloom at the end of July and early August, and right now we're right in the midst of it.
0: Now, when you've got okay, so it's it's hot temperature outside. You've got a large algae bloom or alga bloom, as you say. Mm-hmm. Will that actually heat the lake up even more underneath the bloom?
1: Uh, it, it, no. It actually tends to kind of cool it a okay. little bit because what happens is that uh, the 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 one of the characteristics of the algae blooms that actually occur out there is that you see these mats of algae at the surface, Mm -hmm. so they create these scums um, and that actually blocks the light that actually gets down into the, the rest of the water and that's one of the measurements that we actually do is that we put a light meter down through the water column so we can actually measure how much light is is down there and so all of the, the the light is being intercepted at the surface and it actually prevents some of the, the light from getting down uh, below and actually um, getting to the algae that's there so they float at the surface. Hmm. Um, that's a big aesthetic problem and uh, people don't like having to drive through these big scums of algae to uh, get wherever they're going.
0: But it's not just an aesthetic problem. There's a toxin that's produced that could be problematic. Can you get into that?
1: Yes. So um, several of these algae uh, produce um, microcystins and these are uh, a class of toxin which um, can affect um, affect people and, and and animals in a variety of ways uh, it's uh, a liver toxin but it also is notorious for causing skin irritation and uh, um, uh, nausea and vomiting um, and even a fairly small um, exposure to it can um, can can lead to very serious health uh, conditions and there's been a number of uh, dogs that have actually been uh, noted this year that have died uh, from contact with the water, not in Lake Erie but in a variety of other places around.
0: So Lake Erie is exp- experiencing this 50 kilometer um, algae bloom right now and th- that is how far is that from like, the Ontario side of, of Lake Erie because you know we do share um, the lake with Ohio.
1: That's absolutely the case um, and uh, it is it's more it's into Canadian waters okay so uh, the the heaviest part of the bloom sort of tracks down uh, the coastline of of the us so about a third of the um, uh, third of the the western basin of Lake Erie is sort of really kind of fairly high and then it gets a little bit less but there's a the, the water currents move this bloom around, right? So there's a, there's a big arm of it that's actually come out into uh, the Canadian waters, and it's right around uh, Pelee Island right now. So it's about a third of the total of the Western Basin is covered with uh, green, green water.
0: Obviously you need some algae, but how do you neutralize or, or um, decrease the bloom? Is there any way to do that?
1: Um, yes, there's certainly ways that we can reduce the risk that's associated with it. The main, the main one is um, trying to ensure that we have best management practices for uh, agricultural systems. So um, when we when we uh, prevent that early spring runoff as much as we can, uh, that that helps considerably in terms of how much. Um, nutrient gets into the rivers and eventually into the lake. So one example is no-till farming. So uh, when they do that, they, they don't turn over the soil, and they don't expose the soil to uh, rain and precipitation during the springtime. Uh, that's, a, that's one example of a type of best management practice that can really help to reduce algal blooms. Uh, the other one is targeted, um, uh, targeted uh, nutrients. So you, you actually have farmers now, most of them will do soil testing all over their fields, and they'll determine where in the field they actually need to, um, to, ha- uh, to apply fertilizers, and then they can inject the fertilizers into the soil itself rather than it sitting on the surface. So if it sits on the surface, it can just very easily run off. But if it's injected into the soil, then it's, uh, it's much better uh, and much like, less likely to uh, run off and get
0: in the rivers. If it does run off and we've got an algae bloom, how do you deal with it? Can we, just, can we somehow skim some of the algae off the lake, or is that an impossibility?
1: Uh, it's not an impossibility. it's just a herculean task uh, it would never It would never be realistic to do it we're We're talking um, uh, a, a huge area and the uh, if you remember when I was just saying about how the algae when you um, it creates these scums at the surface mm-hmm. if you remove the scum, all you do is that you allow the algae that's below it to get more light and grow better
0: right. So it's uh, Do you yeah. have to wait for the the cooler temperature to kill off some of the algae? Is that what happens? Do we naturally, you know, kill off some in the winter and
1: Yeah, well, yeah, there's a peak bloom season mm. which basically goes through until about September and then at which point the the bloom starts to dissipate on its own. Uh we are seeing uh certain um, evidence that the, the bloom is already starting to break down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, you, if people are ever out there and they see these foamy water or rings of foam that are out on the green, green water, those are uh, essentially breakdown products from the cells. So the cells have been, been broken down. They lice. That's the term that we use. And a lot of that's actually mediated by types of viruses as well, too so uh there, there's there's actually this natural cycle where uh the blooms will get up to very high densities uh they will s- somewhat run out of nutrient then they'll they'll be attacked by a virus they break down uh and that's when you have release toxins that are actually
0: in the cells. Dr. Curry, I, I need to wrap it up because uh, I got a news update coming up, but I want to ask you very quickly, for people that have uh, you know, are spending time on the in the shores of Lake Erie, what should they keep in mind this summer?
1: Um, if you see really green water, uh, don't go and touch it with your hands. Don't let your dogs go in uh, the water. It's important. Uh, we have to keep ourselves safe uh, from this.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate your time.
1: Okay, well thank you very much, Kelly.
0: Have a great day.